Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Yo, 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 this your boy E-Hud, God's MC, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Peace. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man, and y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out, MTMV Sports. Y'all see it. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports, and I am here with Hong Forrest, Chiefs fangirl. Um, she has been killing it on Twitter, and um, she's kind of been doing her thing, right, all season long. I've been following, just kind of looking from afar. I've always wanted to kind of, you know, get in touch and talk. So um, I'm happy to, you know, be talking to you and engaging. Do me a favor, introduce yourself to the fans and, and tell them about um, Fangirl Network. Hey, Rick. Thanks for having me. Yes, my name is Hong Forrest. I'm the Chiefs fangirl. Um, we are part of the umbrella of Fangirl Sports Network. Fangirl Sports Network, Sports, if you've not heard of it, is the first ever female-focused sports platform. So this is a place where fans can get a knowledgeable, passionate, and even a humorous look at their favorite professional teams. So we are creating a community around female sports fans with Fangirl Sports as the go-to network for female sports fans across all media outlets. So I'm the Chiefs fangirl, but for any other fans out there, go find your favorite team's fangirl. So you can type in, for example, I am Chiefs, FGSN. If you are a Saints fan like my man Rick here is, you can type in Saints, FGSN, and find the Saints fangirl. So we represent teams across NFL, NBA, and more coming down the road. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, it's done extremely well, right? I love the interactions between the fangirls. That's super cool. Um, I mean, you, you guys just do a great job. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's a lot of fun. You know, I mean, it's it's this community that we are creating where obviously we all football is family, of course, but it's also fun to be able to uh, do a little bit of trash talking back and forth here and there, too. <laughs> Yo. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, I want to, I want to hop in and I have some questions that I need some answers to. <laughs> Ooh, I hope I have some answers for you. All right, cool, cool. So, um, here we go. Now I saw the Chiefs play, um, I mean this Saturday and I was extremely impressed how they just simply shut down. I mean, shut down Andrew Luck, right? And everything he had going. I saw the weather going into the game, and I was like, yo, this is going to be a tough, it's going to be tough sledding for guys like T.Y. Hilton and Eric Ebron, because his hands are already a little suspect, and now you add in some weather, (laughs) you're done, right? And so, (laughs) so I'm I'm looking at that, and, but I was still kind of concerned a little bit, because I don't think Eric Berry was going to play this game. And so I'm like, yo, what is this Chiefs defense going to look like? And they looked great. They looked great. So my question. They looked amazing. I'm sorry. Yes, go ahead. Your question. No, no, go ahead. They they looked amazing. They looked phenomenal. And I think an extra week of rest was amazing. They needed that extra week of rest. You know as well as I do, this late in the season, this into the postseason now, this is where we need our players healthy. We need our players rested. And having that bye week in the playoffs was huge to be able to get that rest and to be able to put in work. You know, I mean, a lot of us sometimes think rest, oh, they're sitting around doing nothing. No, they're resting, but they're also putting in work. So I thought that was huge. But also, it hurt that Eric Berry didn't get to play. We 
love Eric Berry. I think everybody loves Eric Berry. You don't have to be a Chiefs fan to be an Eric Berry fan. I think that people can appreciate the leadership and just the heart and the passion that he brings to the table when he plays. And even when he doesn't play, even when he's just on the field, on the sidelines. But I think also that getting him in, what, one and a half games previously, even though he did not get to play this last weekend, getting him in those one and a half games was probably big for a lot of the young guys on defense getting to play alongside him he hasn't gotten to play all season so especially the young guys they had not gotten a chance to play with him alongside him they've heard him they've been coached by him on the sidelines and everything but to get to play alongside him I think it made a huge difference and you could really see that because our defense also started to really shine in that last game of the regular season against the Raiders so with with the way you guys played, is there a possibility that you keep that same energy against Tom Brady and the Patriots? We have to. Rick, there is no doubt that we have to, we must. Our defense brought it on Saturday and showed us what was capable and what we are capable of doing, especially against an offensive line that's supposed that was supposedly the best right so we brought it and they showed us what we are capable of and do i think that they can bring that same force uh this coming sunday i do believe that they can because one we are playing at home at arrowhead and when we play at home at arrowhead our defense plays so much better so much stronger than when we are on the road so we have that advantage. We have that advantage because we are home. We have that advantage because we've got our fan base behind us. And we literally, the fan base comes onto the field in the spirit and in the energy that we bring to the to the game and to the stadium. So I think that that's huge. And I think that we have to bring that same energy and that same force on the defensive side of the ball. We don't have a choice. So you guys played them earlier in the year. What a game. It was a phenomenal game, right? Like like oh. old stallion versus like young beast. Young buck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yes. and, and and I call him beast because, I mean, he's phenomenal. Patrick Mahomes is ridiculous. So I, I wonder, I know how the game turned out the first time. You think it truly matters that it's at Arrowhead this time? I do. I honestly think that it makes a huge difference. The confidence that we have knowing that it's at home, at Harrowhead, the crowd behind us, our fan base, the loyalty, the love and the passion that Kansas City has for Kansas City football is incredible. So I do believe it makes a huge difference. And you and I both know that game that we played, I believe it was week six, it was in Foxborough. It came down to the very last possession. That game could have gone to Kansas City. It could have gone to Kansas City. It came down to that very last possession. So I think being at home is going to make a huge difference. And literally this Sunday, it could be anybody's game, but it's going to be Kansas City's game. So let me ask you this. If the Patriots do win, and and God forbid, right? But if the Patriots do win, (laughs) what would have been the reason? Rick, they're the Patriots. This is the dynasty of football dynasties i mean there's not going to be one specific reason that they win other than the fact that this is the patriots you know love or hate them they're still the patriots so simply they're the patriots (laughs) yes i mean it's bill belichick it's it's tom brady he's been playing since gosh you know i was a senior in high school so i think it's hard to and you want to hate them because it's the patriots and plus they've been 
in every playoff situation for the last two decades here. But also, you just they they play hard. They do things right. They're experienced. They're all the things that football analysts love to be able to say of um, the favorites. But that I mean, when it comes down to it, it's they're the Patriots. It's they've got the experience. They've got talent. They've got. Uh, they've got history on their side. They've got numbers on their side. They've got coaching experience on their side. So if they, if it comes down to the Patriots winning, they're the Patriots. So I know based on the Chiefs and, and their history, especially their playoff history, right? Um, there there must have been a huge relief after um, this first game, not knowing what Patrick Mahomes would look like in the playoffs. My question is, I know you can't really say, you know what, if the Chiefs win, it's just the Chiefs, right? Like, right? now, something, you can't say that. <laughs> so something will have to have happened. If they win, oh, for sure. why why would they have won? Oh, so I believe that if my Chiefs win, it's because we went in there as the hungrier team. And I, I say that because this last weekend, we went in there and we showed that we were the hungrier team. When we played against the Raiders in that last week of regular season, we were the hungrier team. And going into, like, for example, going into the game against the Raiders, the Raiders, I thought they were a much different team than early in the season. So I was actually a little bit nervous because it's also the Raiders. You just never know. And it's one of the greatest rivalries. So we played hungrier when we played the Raiders. This last weekend, we played hungrier than the Colts played. And so if the Chiefs win, it's going to be a combination of so many things. But the fact that we are just hungrier and that this is not our every season norm for the Patriots. You know, there was a meme floating around that like, oh yeah, hey, Patriots want another playoff game. Oh, yawn, big deal. But for the Chiefs and our fan base and for our franchise, this is not a norm. This is not something that we take for granted. We know what this opportunity means. We know what's on the table. And everything this season so far has been a tremendous story for Kansas City. And it started last season when Andy excuse me, when Andy took that chance and that huge risk when he traded Alex Smith and put his faith in a rookie quarterback. So speaking of your rookie quarterback, Patrick Mahomes could possibly could. And when I say rookie, I just mean first year starting, right? Like we, we know he came in, you know, just kind of under the radar behind Alex Smith in that first year. This year is essentially his rookie year. If he was in the NBA, he'd be up for rookie of the year. Right. So, right. Which some people have a problem with, but either way. So, <laughs> so if you look at Mahomes, do you think there's some type of advantage um, for him having played the Patriots before, under, like having gone through that test before? I think so. I think that, I mean, both sides of this, yes and no. Because I'm going to say on the no side, because Patrick Mahomes is such a phenomenal athlete. He's one of those athletes that not only has the God-given talent, but he actually works hard hard to hone that god-given talent so i think no because no matter what he's a hard worker he's always going to show up he's going to give it 120 percent. he's going to do everything he possibly can to study film and to work just as hard off the field as he does on the field but i'm going to say on the yes side there is an advantage to having him to him having played um the patriots and tom brady before is because he has a feel for it he has a feel for what that rhythm is like however um, that being said, I think the Patriots are playing um, a lot differently now than they were when we played them in week six. So um, I think that there's something to be said that they probably are playing better football now than they were playing in week six. 
So there's a yes and no to that, that there is an advantage definitely for having played the Patriots before, but I think on the other side, no, because we are going to prepare for every situation, every game as though, um, as though this is it and this is the game, because that's how it needs to be every single week in playoffs, and we all know that. We have a Chiefs correspondent. Um, his name is Will Smith. He's over our Red and Bold podcast, right? Um, yes. This guy is, I, I don't know what I can say. He's almost um, to the point of arrogance, right? Like he. <laughs> no, you can call him arrogant. I don't think he would mind that at all. I mean, he's kind of like, <laughs> he's, he's at the point of like, like no, like he has no fear at all of the Patriots coming in Arrowhead. Like there's none, there's none whatsoever. He actually feels that the Patriots are at a disadvantage beyond measure because they're coming in Arrowhead. And he keeps reminding us of the last time that the Patriots came in Arrowhead with Alex Smith and they got their face blew in. And so yes. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of way he feels and takes it. He's almost like to the point of disrespected when he hears people even thinking about the Patriots winning, but that's him. I need to ask you the fan base overall. Do they feel disrespected because analysts are kind of like picking the Patriots to win this game? You know what? I, I, I don't know that I say that, that as an entire fan base, we feel disrespected. I think that there's something to be said about being picked as the underdog because then you have situations like this morning where um, somebody has to wear a barrel <laughs> to do their morning <laughs> show, you know, and then shoot, next week, Nate is going to be wearing a barrel because he's going to be wrong because he's, he's picked the, the Patriots and uh, we know that's not going to be that we just know that he's going to be wearing a barrel. So anyways, so I wouldn't say that the entire fan base feels disrespected, but you know what? I think that we are showing every single week that we have, we are, we are a team to be contended with. And yes, there are people who definitely feel disrespected, but you know what? I think we have, this is part of that story where this underdog story, yeah, sure. You can disrespect us all you want, but we really don't care. We're just going to come out in the field and we're going to come out and show you one game at a time what Chiefs Kingdom is all about. And that our team, that we stand behind our team, we believe in our team, we have faith in our team, and that we're going to take this one game at a time. So you can keep, you can keep dishing out and serving us as the underdogs, but we know what we are capable of and we'll just show you what the wins. So, do you honestly, do you believe like most Chiefs fans are confident going into this game? I would say that a lot of the fans are very confident, especially after this last weekend's performance, and especially with our defense showing up like they did, our fan base is very confident right now, and it feels like our time. It does. It feels like our time, especially coming into this with all of the, all of the hype around, oh, this is, this is typical Chiefs playoffs football they're going to go one and done that's it you know they're going to come in and they're going to blow this and they won't be able to get the ghost of of a playoffs pass off their back and we came in and we completely showed up that this is not what history says history might say one thing but we hold the pen to our story and we get to rewrite that story at any time we choose and this is our time so let's say let's say you're right Let's say you're right, Miss Forrest. Let's say you get it. Like you go all the way and you are able to go to the Super Bowl. What would that mean for the Chiefs fan base? Uh man, this is this this is the oh, this makes me emotional. <laughs> this is I think this is where 
the passion. Got to hit me right in the guts. A friend of mine said this morning, she loves how football makes me cry. <laughs> but Rick, seriously, I think that this is, this will be like cry me a river because there's going to be such a flood of happy tears. Honestly, after we won on Saturday afternoon, normally I do a live on my Facebook uh, fan page, Chiefs Fangirl with my fans, and we talk about the game and recap the game. Rick, I couldn't even bring myself to go live because I was, it was raining in my eyes. <laughs> Wow. So it's just this is this has been a long time coming. We have an incredible fan base. <clears throat> Let me take a moment here. <laughs> we have an incredible fan base. People who've been here for the good, the bad, the ugly, the crap talking, the keep dishing it onto us, you know, keep throwing piles of crap onto us, keep shoveling it onto us. But you know what? We have an incredible loyal fan base who deserves and when the Chiefs win, when the Chiefs go all the way and when they win it is going to be like the World Series Parade times times a thousand. It's just I can't even describe what it will mean because the passion, the loyalty the energy that you feel and Rick, have you ever been to a game at Arrowhead? No. Never. What, until you do, it is extremely hard to describe and put into words what this community is like and what this fan base is like. I need to stop being so emotional. No, you are <laughs> you completely. Guts, no, you are completely fine. That's that. Oh, and but, the, the crazy part is, I, I didn't, I didn't even like say, "What if you guys win?" I said, "Go and and this." You know what I mean? And this is the, the feeling that you get. That's so cool because there's there's not a lot of people. Okay, cool. I'll ask a Patriots fan the same thing. I guarantee this won't be their response because they, that's, that's what I mean. This is normal for them. This is this is not an opportunity for them to seize. This is another. Oh, yeah. You know, we can put another mark up there that we are the champions again. But, I mean, this is what it's like to be able to have a story that unfolds where you come in with a first-year starting quarterback that not that – even even the fans themselves, even the fans themselves weren't sure that they could put their belief and their faith and their trust in them. And then as the preseason unfolded, as the regular season unfolded, they're like, oh, my gosh, he is the real deal. This is – he is a franchise quarterback. There is something really special and magical about the Kansas City team this season. And so – for, for 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 where we started at the very beginning of the season to where we are right now, this is like a huge Cinderella story to be able to turn around, to be able to get the playoff monkey off of our back, and to be able to be here where we are. This would mean everything to our fan base to be able to win the Lamar Hunt Trophy this weekend and to make it to the Super Bowl and bring home the the trophy. I just it would mean an incredible amount and literally grown men women children everybody be in tears <laughs> that, that that's so special the crazy part is um that i know we have we, we i know will would be in tears too will smith would be in tears too if you guys will smith, i'll cry with you <laughs> <laughs> so here's my thing this is this is this is wild, right? Like, I understand exactly where you are. I understand exactly how you feel. I felt like this, you know, maybe 13 years ago when we, as a Saints fan, when we first got Drew Brees, not knowing what to do or trust, 
and then finding out he's an absolute beast and we can put faith and trust in him. That's a very phenomenal point you brought out because everybody, nobody remembers or really gives a lot of credence to how a new quarterback coming into coming in as the new starting quarterback, how he has to earn the trust of his city. And Patrick Mahomes right. did that. Right. So absolutely. I have to ask a difficult question. Or would you like me to go to another question and then come back to this difficult question? No, you can ask the hard questions. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. What would it mean if the Chiefs lose this game to the Patriots this Sunday? Okay, so a moment ago I was crying happy tears. Now you're going to make me want to cry sad tears. No. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> no. Honestly, this will be like, that would be heartbreak city. That would be heartbreak, absolute crushing heartbreak to be that close and to not be able to take it a step further. However, I don't think that there, even if we didn't go all the way, there would be no shame in what we have done this season, all that we, all that, especially all that was against us and what we were able to be, what we were able to accomplish, that we were able to get as far as we were, that we were able to break the playoff curse and the ghost of playoffs past, that we have something to hold on to as we exit this season and move forward into the new season ahead, especially with all that we went through this season, you know, and especially with um, having the events unfold in the midst of the season and being able to have to uh, replace our star running back and having David. Damian Williams come in where he has come in and played to the situation, played to the position that he's played at right now. So doing a phenomenal job that he has. It would be absolute heartbreak, but we have everything and so much to be proud of should we not take it all the way to the Super Bowl and be the champs. I think that's absolutely true. Um, Where, to be honest with you, the Patriots do look great. They looked great. Um, and I don't know how or why they looked so great against the Chargers, but I mean, they looked phenomenal. At the same time, um, I look at the weapons that you guys have, and I mean, we're talking about the Cheetah, right? Like Tariq Hill. Oh, yeah. He's phenomenal. <laughs> um, I don't know what Spencer Ware's situation is going to be, but Damian Williams has been great. Actually, both of the Williams have been great for you guys, right? <laughs> yes, so, all of them. <laughs> yeah, all of them, right? And so that's been super cool. Um, you guys got back Sammy Watkins this week. I thought Sammy Watkins was cool. Um, and, and having him, Will says he opened up the offense. I'm not sure about that. Um, but I know he was, he was, you know, integral part of what you guys are doing offensively, but I don't know if he made that big of a contribution. Him, he's the only enigma for me. Do you see him doing something in this game or playing a huge role at all? I think he gives us security. I think because he, these last many weeks with him sitting out, with us having to rely on just, I mean, like you said, we have plenty of offensive weapons. Patrick Mahomes has no shortage in who he chooses to toss that ball to. I should just say fling that ball to. (laughs) But he has no shortage in who he chooses, who he picks, who he chooses, who gets to, who you get a touchdown, you get a touchdown, you get a touchdown. He has no shortage in that. (laughs) However, I think having Sammy Watkins back on the roster, back active, back healthy, back playing, it gives us security. And I think that that is a huge difference in going into a game knowing that you've got Sammy, 
there versus knowing that you don't. You know, it's kind of the same thing when you know that, like, for those one and a half games that we had where Eric Berry's active and he's playing, that security and that relief was huge. So I think when we know that Sammy Watkins is healthy as opposed to hearing, you know, it's day by day, um, it just gives us a, a sense of security knowing that he's there. What do you think they do with him in the offseason? <sighs> Honestly, I'm not positive because if this 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 foot injury thing, if it's going to become a constant injury prone situation, I'm not sure. I feel like we've got enough players where we're already worried about their their them being fully healthy and game by game, day by day. I think that's going to be really hard. So I'm not sure what they're going to do with him in the off season. I understand that. Um, I saw halfway through the season, you guys go out and you pick up a Kelvin Benjamin um, uh-huh. from after Buffalo drops him, right? He's active for, you know, maybe a week. And then last week for the playoff game, he wasn't active. Is there any way he possibly plays this game or or there's really no need for him when Sammy's healthy? I don't think there's a need for him. As long as Sammy Watkins is healthy, I don't think there's a need for him. I think it was pretty surprising that um, we did pick him up and bring him in uh, when the Bills dropped him because (laughs) it was one of the things. What exactly is he going to play? Is he going to be tight end? Is he going to be a wide receiver? Is he going to be a running back? What is this? So I don't (laughs) think that there's necessarily a need for Calvin Benjamin. Um, You know, he's a huge target, which is awesome, you know, like on paper and on statistics and everything. He looks great, but um, do we absolutely need him? Not necessarily. You know, I'd rather have... um, I'd honestly, I'd, I mean, I, he would not be missed. If Sammy Watkins is healthy and playing amazing, he would not be missed. Um, you know, you get the uh, the healthy players in there, then Benjamin would not be missed. I tell you what, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this game on Sunday. This is one of the games. Um, look, I'm I'm saying one of the games as if there's like 45 games this weekend, right? But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But this is one of the games I'll definitely keep my eyes on, right? <laughs> There's only two oh, games. Oh, for sure. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Um, it's it's a big weekend for me. Everybody knows who I am and what I, you know, who I love. Um, mm-hmm. but this is a super big weekend for you. Um, and for Chiefs, well, Chiefs Kingdom. I, I just recently Chiefs found out. Kingdom. Chiefs yes, Kingdom. Yes. I kept looking for the proper hashtag to put in all my Chiefs posts, and I kept putting Chiefs Nation. Um, and then I think just actually, it's so funny just watching the game at the end hearing this is Chiefs Kingdom. And I was like, oh, that's the right hashtag. So, you know, I believe at one point Chiefs Nation, like, and I'm talking, this is like 16 years ago. Wow. Chiefs Nation was used more than Chiefs Kingdom. I could be completely wrong, but I recall that back in the day from when I was on the field a lot more. (laughs) So what's the whole vibe with Chiefs Kingdom? It, that's that's exactly it's just a kingdom that's exactly it this is this is the kingdom this is ours you know like this is our throne this is it it's it's the kingdom you just it's hard to get away from that but it's royalty it's loyalty it's what we're all about oh dope i love it um yo his his this would be a crazy question and you don't even have to answer but if you want to it's fine um <laughs> if if it's Chiefs kingdom who's the king is it Andy Reid or is it Patrick Mahomes? Um, it's Patrick Mahomes. Oh! <laughs> we all know that. You know what? And hats off to Andy Reid. Absolutely, you know. But he is the one that gave Patrick Mahomes, putting his faith in him and giving him this opportunity. But this is 
this this is Patrick Mahomes. He's the king. <laughs> wow. Because without Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid would not be able to run an offense the way that he wants to, the way that he's always wanted to. Um, you know, big props to the quarterbacks that we've had over the years here, especially under Andy Reid. But Andy Reid needed a quarterback to be able to execute some of the things that he wanted to execute. And Patrick Mahomes gave him exactly that. Yo, that's so cool. That's so cool. I guess he's just advisor to the king then, and that's cool. Yep. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that either. Right-hand man. <laughs> All right. Yo, so, look, um, as far as you've been absolutely phenomenal, um, do me a favor. Tell us one more time um, how we can find your information, your content, what some of the stuff you guys do over um, at Fangirl. Um, I, I, you know, just let us know all the stuff so we can find you and, and get involved. Absolutely. So y'all can find me. I'm on Twitter and on Instagram as Chiefs FGSN. On Facebook, you can find me if you type in Chiefs Fangirl. You'll be able to find me there. Uh, you can also follow um, our parent uh, network or is Fangirl Sports Network. So if you type in Fangirl Sports, that'll pop up and you can follow there as well. But we do a lot of really fun things for our female sports fan, all sports fan, but we're really female focused sports platform. So we do a couple of fun videos each week like today is today monday yes today is monday so on mondays we do a halftime lifestyle report tuesdays we do a podcast um and then throughout the week we do other fun episodes like a fangirl playbook and tracy is our 49ers fangirl she's actually the ceo and visionaire behind this fangirl sports network and uh, she does a great tracy's top five every friday so we do a lot of really fun things and there is a fangirl for every nfl and nba team out there so you can follow along to get an inside look at all the fun things representing your team and we're a whole lot of fun and we're just changing the way that our fans get received their their information about their favorite sports teams and that's super cool thank you so much for joining us um it's so funny we put the you know we put the filler out a, a while ago just kind of was like we're, we're hoping hopefully it works out hopefully it works out and it finally did and it's been so rewarding <laughs> <laughs> that is no problem I, know, I was like you know what don't worry we're gonna we're gonna be there all the way through the very end so it's okay we're, we're gonna have the time to sit down and talk with rick here <laughs> confident huh <laughs> <laughs> hey you know confidence versus how what did you call will smith arrogant <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> well you get the both of it confident and arrogant there you go <laughs> that's awesome well, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, look, if you um, like what you heard today, um, if you, you really, you really you know, want more content, please feel free um, to go and follow um, Fangirl Sports Network. Um, they do a super great job. Um, if you love what you're hearing from MTNV Sports, feel free um, to leave us a, you know, a comment. Leave us something. Right? Just kind of um, drop us something on, um, on iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating um, and just let us know kind of what you love. If there's something you don't like, you know what? Uh, just DM me or whatever and uh, tell me. All right. <laughs> Either way, um, y'all have a great day. God bless. <laughs>